Alaska Extension Almanac. Producers have several options for early grazing, but when managed correctly, cereal rice can offer the earliest grazing opportunities. Nebraska Extension Specialist Mary Dronowski says there are other options for producers to consider when it comes to early grazing. There are some things that I think are really important for people to think through when we're talking about grazing. And the number one is managing the maturity. So annuals grow so fast and cereal rye has a bad rap of being low quality. And honestly, it is because it grows so fast. So it can actually be super high quality. Like we can get three and four pound a day gain on growing calves, grazing cereal rye, if we manage it correctly. And I would say that I have also seen it be a very effective way to graze lactating cows and even get them bred. But it's key that we manage maturity. So let's talk about managing maturity because the way to accomplish it is really to get on it early and have high enough stocking density. So we actually on a podcast earlier, Doug Steffen talked about this and he actually made the comment about how often, you know, he struggles a little bit with this. Oh, I don't think it's ready. I don't think it's ready. And then, oh man, I it's it's more than ready. I had the same challenge when I first started these um, winter hardy small cereals is that I'd be like, oh, it's close. And then the next time, two days later, I'd be like, man, I should have been out here a week ago because it grows so fast. So um, don't get caught off guard. Uh, I usually tell people to, I want to shoot for starting grazing when it's five inches tall. And I know that there are documents out there that talk about six or, or even eight inches. And honestly, if you shoot for five, I think you're much better off because it does grow so rapidly. The other thing is making sure that you're not letting it get away from you. So I like rotational grazing with these annuals because then I can manage maturity a bit. So I can rotate through and try to stay on top of it. And that means I'm moving mostly to look forward, right? So that none of the forage is getting above about eight to 10 inches. And I either need to add animals to accomplish that or maybe reduce the number of acres as we get further into the spring. Because once it starts maturing, number one, they don't want to eat it. But number two, the quality is lower. And so if we're talking about lactating cows, we want their plenty of nutrition to be increasing or at a very minimum maintaining. And if they start on high quality forage and then you're moving to more mature and you're working into the breeding season, that's like less than ideal. And so I've heard of nightmares where people were breeding on rye. And I think that's usually the case when we start talking, that's what's happened. It got away from them. So you got to be diligent. You got to stay on top of it. And frankly, my opinion is that for the most part, we actually struggle with undergrazing it rather than overgrazing it. If you do happen to get ahead of it and graze it too hard, man, it's resilient and it comes back fast. And I think that's a much better problem than undergrazing it because it's you can't recover from undergrazing it. Today's program was a portion taken from a recent BeefWatch podcast offered by Nebraska Extension. To hear the entire interview, go to beef.unl.edu or download from Apple Podcasts. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills. Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IENR Media and Nebraska Extension. 
For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans, go to extension.unl.edu.